And any other we shall put our hands together to the Almighty God. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you for this morning. We give you all the praise and all the adoration. Indeed, there is none like you. There is none bigger than like you. Whether it is your name, whether it is your deeds, nothing can be compared unto you. Father, this morning, even as I have this opportunity to share with the brethren, may I speak nothing but your word. A word from you and you alone, because there is no word that can be compared to your word. May your name be praised in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's look at Luke chapter 18, verse 1 through to 7. Luke 18, 1 to 7. Luke 18, 1 to 7. And he spoke a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there was in the city a judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, Do I fear not God? nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by a continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night, Unto him, though he bear long with them. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Amen. For our media convention, the theme was. And shall not God avenge his own elect? And shall not God avenge his own elect? And I said, oh, this King James is really King James English. But the minister's Bible says, Will not God grant justice? To his own elect, who cry out to him day and night, will he delay them? Will not God grant justice to his own elect, who cry out to him day and night, will he delay them? And in the course of the convention, as I was reflecting, I said to myself, we are all demanding justice from the Lord. 
We are crying day and night. Grant me justice. But a question I ask myself, and which will be the topic for this day, is do I qualify to demand justice? Do I qualify to demand justice from the Lord? Do you qualify to demand justice from our Lord God? Why this question? Because we are crying. We are weeping. Some are wailing. That is God. That is bigger than any other God. That doesn't seem to be responding. This God, that cannot be compared to any other God. That doesn't seem to hear our cry. It appears he's shut off from us. As I reflect, I ask myself, why is it so? Because we are demanding justice. Do I qualify to demand justice? And I said to myself, in our own small ways, where we are put in positions to deliver justice, what do we do? It may be in our homes. We men, husbands, we like to quote the scriptures that we are the head of the homes. You have a wife, I have a wife. So have authority. We'll quickly we'll quote, submit to your husband. So the wife has submitted. Except that we don't know the responsibility. That comes with it when a wife submits to us. If we have any idea as to the responsibility for a woman to hand over herself her life to you, that you are the master over my life, we'll be more careful in how we handle them. In that small home, you are the judge. How do you deliver justice? Unto that woman. And then the following morning, you go on your knees. If she has not been treated fairly, and you go on your knees and cry, you can cry day and night. As the ships in Tadi will be crying, God will not hear you. And we do it. In our homes, some of us have helps. We have drivers, houseboys, but they are human beings. Who will also demand justice? How do we treat them? Are they second-rate citizens? Because don't forget, day and night, you are on your needs. 
And you think justice should be given to you. But for that poor person, God pleads for him. You may be an employer. Maybe just two or three employees. You treat them fairly. If you don't, and you go on your knees, you will cry day and night. You may be a head of department, a boss. What happens to the people under you? You may be a head of family. Again, it's an honorable responsibility. Even for us as pastors, church leaders, we have a flock, we have a congregation. They are calling for justice. If we don't dispense justice, do we qualify to go before the Lord to grant us justice? So yes, the scripture I read said, there was an unjust judge, but even him, he granted it. But this afternoon we are dealing with a judge who has a name and bigger than any other judge. But if you want to go to him for justice, then we better come well. We better come well before him. There's a principle in law, in equity. If you demand equity, you come with clean hands. If you don't desire to walk in fairness, if you don't desire to be fair with other people, you don't deserve to be treated fairly. All around us, we are crying for justice. But this day, my question is simple. Do I qualify to demand justice from the Almighty God? Because in Psalm 89 verse 14, this God who demands justice is not an ordinary person. In Psalm 89 verse 14, he says, Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. We are going before a judge who before him is justice and judgment. And even in Psalm 9 verse 16, Psalm 9 verse 16, his name is known, Psalm 9 verse 16, the Lord is known by the judgment which he executed. Even how we know him is a man of justice. This is the one that we are going before for justice. But before we go, do you qualify to go in before his presence? Because sometimes I think some of us we are covered with garments of injustice. But we want to go to God for justice. But we want to go to God for justice. 
I'm not too sure this God will grant that justice. In the hymn that we sang, where we said, Search me, O God. He said, Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, O Savior, and know my thoughts. I pray. See if there's some wicked way in me. And cleanse me from every sin. And set me free. If I'm not free. If I've not been cleansed. So even as we sit through this day. Let's search our own hearts. And also ask the Lord. To search us. Hallelujah. And what even bothers me. Is that we say that we are his elect. He has chosen us. Indeed, if we believe that he has chosen us, we should always prevail. But that does not appear to be the case. In Esther chapter 16, verse 13, we'll take from the NLT. Esther chapter, chapter 6, verse 13. Esther 6.13 from the NLT. When Haman told his wife, Zaresh, and all his friends what had happened, his wife's advices, and his wife said, Since Mordecai, this man who has humiliated you is of Jewish birth, you will never succeed. In your plans against him. It will be fatal. To continue opposing him. If you and I. Are chosen of the Lord. People should not just come to us anyhow. They should know our birth. That we are believers. I am a child of God. You are a child of God. God, our Lord Christ, abides in you. His seed is in you. And when people come near you, they should know who you are. And let the whole world declare that this man is a believer. In the Old Testament, he's of a Jewish birth. And you dare play with him, it shall be fatal. But that is not our story. Our story has to be rewritten. It can be rewritten if we ourselves are clothed with justice. Then we can demand justice from the Almighty God. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 23 to 35, we are all aware of the two insolvent debtors. Two people who owe. They cannot pay their debts. Lord shows mercy. Grants you justice. Even though you even owe a huge amount. Over 10,000 units. But you cannot let go. 100 units. And you demand justice. And you think you qualify for justice. 
So in Matthew 18, it says, verse 23, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened to a certain king, which would not take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him 10,000 talents. Take note of the figures. 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord demanded him to be sold, and his wife, and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. Verse 26. The servants therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I'll pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the debt. But, but, the same servant went out, and found one of his own fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, and laid hands on him, and took him by the truth. Remember, his master didn't hold him by the truth. Saying, pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet. Now he is being worshipped. And besought him, saying, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison. Till he should pay the debts. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that, had called him and said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgive thee all that debt, because thou desirest me. Should not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if you from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. Do we qualify for justice? If my thousand has been forgiven, I cannot forgive a hundred, but I demand justice from the Lord. I don't think I deserve it. Anybody in that position doesn't deserve it. And I can see it runs through. Even in our vocations. Our private lives are not separate from the lives in the church room. Our private lives are not separated from the temple or the sanctuary. As a policeman in charge of a station a charge or a case 
is brought before me. And when I know the truth, when I know what is right, but decide to do otherwise, and then early morning I dawn, I go on my knees and cry. What kind of cry? And unto who? Do I qualify for justice? It runs through. He may be a lawyer. I got to know one lawyer. I don't know how he was able to do it. Representing the opposing clients. And such a lawyer would demand justice. Or sometimes we know the truth. But because of our greed. And sometimes we think that God doesn't see. But in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13. Hebrews 4 13. Neither is there any creature. That is manifest in his sight. But all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. He didn't say some things. He said all things and it's all creatures whether in the heaven and the earth beneath the sea. You know, sometimes I think the way we do our things we think God doesn't see. That is why we do the things we do. But he sees everything. So after that different life at the marketplace, the early morning, you go on your knees and say, God, I'm your own elect, but I don't see your justice. But the God that we serve is a just God. Is a righteous judge. I don't know what we are looking for. Even in our offices, ordinary managers, maybe a human resource manager, applications are before you. You know clearly this person doesn't qualify. The person who qualifies application may be put aside. There is no fairness. For somebody said there is no fairness in this world, but we are dealing with a fair God. Auntie Irene here, she will tell you when we are handling the HR Smith, whoever brought the application, Everything was captured on a database. He said it's no more. Yeah, because there's no godly people there now. Every application that came was put in the database. And as any opportunity come, came, we'll shortlist those who qualify for the applications in the database. And the panel was constituted. And we prayed before the panel met. And I demanded justice at the panel meeting. 
There was one young man who came and said, I brought my application here two years ago. I, never, I didn't know anybody here. But the father has been called for interview alone. Even if I'm not taken, I'm satisfied. Then if I do that and go home in the following morning, I can go on my knees and pray and demand justice. Again, we had a saying in Snit, if you don't have a godfather, you will never be made a branch manager. But when we were there, I said, advertise for the position of branch manager. Let everybody take an examination. After that, there will be an interview. And it will rank the first ten. And as and when vacancies came, we went per the ranking. One lady came and said, she never dreamt that she would ever be made a branch manager. I said, it is not me. Your own merit has given you that position. That is justice. And when you do that, then you can go on your knees and demand justice from the Almighty God. That should run through. That is the only way we can build a nation. That is the only way we can build a society. No matter where you find yourself. I believe we are praying. Many of us will be praying. Requiring of the Lord to do a number of things. But in our own way, are we fair? In your own little way, are you fair? In your own little way. You don't dispense justice and fairness. But you are demanding it. That throne room doesn't dispense its justice that way. No matter how boldly you go there, if you are not well clothed, a typical judge will tell you in the courtroom, I cannot see you. Lord doesn't see you when you have clothed. You are full of garment of injustice. Let's begin to search our ways. Maybe for you, for your clean hands, all that the Lord requires, desire to do good to others. Those who are in pain, those who are tormented, those who are disrespected, those who are harassed, show love. Sacrifice for them. You don't know who they are. I'm sure most of us, some of us are even looking for promotion. Your salary is a thousand Ghana cities a month. The tithe of hundred cities, you are demanding whether it's on the net or gross. And you want promotion. A promotion that will give you more salary when you cannot pay your tithe on the thousand cities. Do you qualify to demand justice? God will honor those who come with him with a heart full of compassion and justice. I'm sure many of us have cried not enough but more than enough but enough is enough. Let's begin to search our own lives.
let's begin to search our own lives. For some of us too, even what God has given to us, how have we handled them? The little blessing that you think is little, that God has given to us, how have we handled? Or is it because it's too small? Have we even ever thought of what God has given to us to even to expand his kingdom here on earth? Even our time and money. Even that, we struggle with it. But as we begin to do that, our stories shall be rewritten. What comes, let's look at Genesis chapter 28 in the NLT. Genesis 28, verse 21 and 22. Genesis 28, verse 21 and 22. It says, And if I return safely to my father's home, then the Lord will certainly be my God. And this memorial pillar I have set up will become a place for worshipping God. And I will present to God a tenth of everything he gives to me. But let's go back to the 21. We ourselves, we say certainly, if the Lord does something for us, we even say we'll do a memorial. We'll set up a pillar. But it's an empty saying. He does it for us. And we conveniently forget. But then go back and say give us some more. But his word has been written, and it is written. God honors loyalty. So never forget the source of your blessing. He honors loyalty. In Psalm 75, verse 6 to 7. Psalm 75, verse 6 to 7. Lord, God honors loyalty. Let me take the NLT. For no one on earth, from east or west, or even the wilderness, should raise a defiant fist. It is God alone who judges. And he who decides who will rise and who will fall. He is the only one. So if we cannot be loyal to him, After he has given us something, he alone decides. After that defiant attitude, whether you fall or you stay there. Do I qualify to demand justice? We'll take the hymn again, ambassadors. Search me, O God, even as we rise.
I praise thee, Lord, for cleansing me. Let's continue. Would you like at this moment just begin to talk to the Lord? Because we are crying day and night. We are crying day and night. Demanding justice. Going to the Lord day and night. The Lord, here I stand. I may even be on my knees. Crying for the Lord to hear me. But this afternoon, do I qualify to stand before Him? Do I qualify? Do I desire justice in His court? I will have to remove my garment of injustice. Father, this afternoon, as we stand before You, you know us even more than we do. We have cried more than enough. But we are declaring that maybe today it is because we ourselves maybe I stand me myself. I have not been fair. I have not executed justice even as I stand. But Lord, be merciful unto me. Be merciful unto me. Show me mercy. And as I search my life and my brethren search their lives, you begin to respond to us. We begin to be like the old Jewish children. Who will be fearful in the sight of the world. For in Isaiah your word said. We are men for signs and wonders. But where are our signs? Where are our wonders? Because you have been stubborn. Because we have taken you lightly. But Lord this afternoon. May we go back. May we turn back to you. And the garments that you gave to us. May we keep them the way they ought to. So we can come before you. 
Lord have mercy on us. Lord have mercy on us. We give you praise. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Kindly take your seats. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. No, we, we have to, when you hear the word of God in this way, the best way out is to let Jesus live his life in you. Praise the Lord. As he was ministering and he laid emphasis on the elect. My mind and heart quickly went to if you are the elect of God, you don't live for you. You allow him to live in you. And it becomes very beautiful. The challenge we have in our day is we are struggling to allow God to live. Please, it is God at work in you, both to will and to do of His good will. Let's believe God for who we are in Him. We won't struggle, and it will become beautiful. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. All right. Shall we take a very good missions of rain? And then we will receive the benediction. Thank you. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. Pilgrim through this barren land I am weak but the 